0: Welcome to Tanakh Daily, covering the entire Tanakh, one parak at a time. I'm Rabbi Shai Sussman, and today we'll be discussing Tehillim chapter 48. This chapter has 15 psukh This one continues the block of chapters that were written by the Sons of Korah, as well as the theme of the previous Prakim about the final redemption. In specific, it singles out Yerushalayim for being unique due to its spiritual qualities and Temple Mount for being the site of the third base Migdash. This chapter is considered a very festive one. It's a prophetic song that describes the beauty of what Jerusalem will look like when it's completely rebuilt. Jerusalem is the city of God. In verse 3, it describes Jerusalem as being the joy of the entire earth. God's supreme hand will be revealed for all to see. The psalmist excitingly states in verse 11, inside your sanctuary will experience your love and kindness. In the times of Mashiach, The entire world will praise God. The author then urges the builders in the messianic age to walk around and look at the magnificent architecture and buildings that were rebuilt. All will see God as the source of all existence. In verse 2 it says, God is great and much acclaimed in the city of our God, His holy mountain. The Mitzdus and Radak explain, God will be praised and be considered supreme by mankind when he fully rests his divine presence in Yerushalayim. The Ramadwali explains kabbalistically, our pusuk has a double expression of God's greatness. It says Godo Hashem u'malu'hal me'od. This is reference to the reboy or increase of God's light that will flow down into the world. God's name of yud K vav will be shining for all to experience. That's why if you spell out God's name, B'miloy, with the letter Aleph, it equals 45, which is the same numerical value as the word Me'od in our Pasuk. A little lesson on Kabbalah over here to explain this. This means you completely spell out each letter of God's name as follows. Yud is spelled Yud-Vav-Dalid. He is spelled He-Aleph. Vav is spelled Vav Aleph Vav, and the last He again is spelled He Aleph. All this equals 45, which is the same word as Me'od, to teach us how God's name is going to be one and radiate His amazing, exalted, and elevated light into the world. It's also noteworthy this chapter was designated to say every Yom Shani, Monday, in the Beis Hamikdash. Therefore, we say it as the Shir Yom on Mondays at the end of the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah 31a explains the reason why this was selected to say on Mondays at the Beis Hamigdash is because it corresponds to the second day of creation when God created a separation between heaven and earth. So what's the connection between this parak and the second day of creation? The Maharsha explains because just like God created two places, heaven and earth, and God chose to live in the heavens, so too, God created Yerushalayim and chose to live in Yerushalayim in relation to the rest of the earth. Perhaps alternatively, you can explain just like God split between heaven and earth, so too, Temple Mount is the intersecting point where heaven kisses earth. It is the very place where this split occurred. The Ramchal explains in Sefer Mishkineh Elyon, which is his Kabbalistic description of the third Beis HaMikdash based on Yeheskel's vision of the third temple. The Makkum Hamigdash is the center point for all the spiritual and physical world. It is the place where this world intersects with all the lofty, elevated, and spiritual lights that emanate from the upper worlds. The Makkum Hamigdash is like a superhighway that all Kedusha, holiness, and purity flow down into this world from. That's why Temple Mount maintains its intrinsic Kedusha because the creation of this world was an outgrowth of the elevated divine lights that began in the upper world, The creation of this world started in the upper spiritual world as lofty, supreme, and holy lights, and gradually became more physical or tangible as the creation process took place. They, in a sense, burst forth from the Makam Hamigdash in the Kodesh Kedushim Holy of Holies. It is the so-called umbilical cord of creation where the divine ideal gets manifest in this world. Let us merit to see the third base hamigdash built with our very own eyes. When we'll all be able to say what it says in verse fifteen: "Kizelohim elokenu Olamba Edhu, yinahgenu For God, He is our God forever. He will lead us evermore. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day.